Sometimes we hear very tragically in the news that a person has took his or her own life uh, following financial losses. Uh, the, the person had a, a successful business, for example, or they made a lot of investments and then the crash or some kind of error in uh, in their uh, decisions and uh, they lost all the money or most of it and uh, they, they take their own life. So this seems to be, on the face of it, understandable. Right? It's a disappointment and a person is sad and takes their own life. But we can also compare and contrast examples of uh, people throughout history all the way up to the present day who don't even want to touch money right? out of whatever uh, convictions that they have, who don't even, uh, who refuse to touch even a single cent. And they don't take their own life. They continue uh, very happily. So now it gets a little bit more kind of a, the, the mystery uh, deepens. On the one hand, we have people that take their own life when they lose all their money. On the other hand, we have people that won't even touch money. Is this different species of, of individuals or what? So, excuse me, maybe a way to, to think about it is that we uh, act in will and, and, and desire things in a given context. And the context uh, uh, can vary. Tremendously, and the, the context do vary for as many people as there are. If we get specific enough, broadly speaking, we could say somebody has a financial context, somebody has a artistic context, this kind of political context. But um, it, specifically enough, the context varies. But each and every person is is positively acting in the context that they have. So, consequently, in the case of a, a person that um, has a uh, well, actually, let's get to that, right? So one of the, the pitfalls uh, of the vast majority of the, these, or one of the things that all the, the vast majority of these contexts that have in, just about all of them have in common is that they are externalized, meaning a person takes up something that is clearly and visibly tangible in front of them, that they can see if they're blind, that they can touch or they can discuss or, or hear about, and consequently builds up this conceptual framework and acts within it. So in the case of money, uh, it's easy enough, right? There's money. I can uh, uh, buy what I want. But of course, it comes to symbolize my success. It comes to symbolize uh, my worth to, to myself, to my family, to humanity. My pride is intimately intertwined with it. My power, my feelings of uh, 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 control, right? We, we're very uh, kind of, uh, we frequently feel very vulnerable. And for good reason, if we think about it, right? With, all, with our tiny little bodies and the huge cosmos and the earthquakes and the tsunamis and death and disease, may we be spared. But um we look for everything that could help us feel a little bit less vulnerable. So we can frequently feel if I just have enough money, I'll feel vulnerable. So basically, uh, it, it's, it's clear enough so we can tie up our whole kind of psychology, all of our desires, it, it's intimately interrelate all of that with uh, this external context. Somebody else, they fall into figure skating. So the same thing occurs by figure, figure skating. Uh, how I do at this... Uh, Figure skating performance makes or breaks me. If the judges don't give me a good score, I'm crying. I'm going crazy. Somebody else with uh, chess. If they lose a chess match, the 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 depression. That's it. Somebody else with uh um, with uh, tennis. If I uh, didn't if uh, if I got eliminated in one of the first rounds of uh, Wimbledon, I'm done. Right. I I don't even want to look at myself in the mirror. Somebody else with swimming. If I didn't, uh, if I came in zero point whatever zero one or two or whatever seconds. Uh, after Michael Phelps, I, I, I can't even uh, kind of uh, be with myself. I, I don't want to exist anymore. Somebody else with diving a little bit higher up in that same context, right? Literally. Um, somebody else uh, 
being a wine taster, right? If I'm not the, the number one wine taster, I'm not tasting the finest wines, uh, that, then uh, I, I feel horrible. So we say that the, the contingent context varies for, for everybody as, as much as there are people, but it's the same idea. It's always external. It's always related to something uh, that is outside of ourself and that to, 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 in some parts of which are, are out of our control, right? Um, it, meaning we can make all the right decisions in, in finance, but nonetheless, we can lose money. We can uh, it, train as hard as, as, as we were able to uh, for uh, swimming or, or for ice skating. And nonetheless, the, the judges could give us a, a bad score, those, those, uh, you know, those darn judges. Uh, so we see at least part of it is outside of our control. And uh, consequently, our self-esteem, our psychological health, our mental health is, isn't fully in our hands. At least to some extent, it's in the hands of, of something outside of ourself. And uh, further, if uh, in rare cases where everything comes crashing down, right, our, our whole success is our, um, is our fame, right? That we have to be in all the tabloids, we have to be uh, on all the, the gossip columns. And now, nobody cares about us for whatever reason. We just kind of fell off. That's it, right? Our whole being, our whole life, our whole conception of the good was was intimately tied in with all of that. So now we're very sad. We're very depressed. And the same thing goes with everything else. So we would say, is this the ideal option? Uh, I see we're not going to be so kind of silly to say, oh, it shouldn't be, right? It's bad. No, but we can say that we can probably kind of level up here if we really wanted to and try to formulate a, a different vision. Of success. So the whole premise here of uh, externalizing context in this way is that we miss uh, uh, something very important, and that is, of course, not the what, but the who. Right? Because this whole time that we're in the tabloids or or uh, in business or in whatever we're doing, right? There is a who the whole time, and that is, of course, ourself. But the problem is, interestingly enough, that the who is entirely and completely invisible. And all of these uh, contexts that we're involved in, they're visible. We can turn on the TV. Again, we're, we're visually impaired. We can feel something. We can hear something. Somebody can uh, sign it in, in, our, in our palm, like with Helen Keller, whatever the case may be. But we, it, it's something that we can perceive. It's something that uh, we, can, uh, we can deal with. But the who is entirely invisible. So how do we figure out even that there is a who? Who's the who? Where's the who? No, this is just what it is, right? I'm in this context. So let's try to think a little bit. So let's say that um, we uh, open up a book in our favorite uh, language. Or in, a, in, a favorite, in the language that we speak in the, instance, uh, in the present instance, let's say English. So we open it up and we begin reading, right? It says, uh, hi, or like not necessarily a book, but a, a piece of paper. It says, hi, yada, yada, meeting at uh, uh, 9 a.m., right? So we see that is what it says. That's the fact of the matter. It is what it says. Right? And yet, if we give that paper to somebody that doesn't read English, they, they're going to say, what does this say? What are they going to see? They're going to see the same thing that we see if we read a language that we don't understand, just a bunch of random lines. So we see that something about something had to do with the fact that we comprehended what we read, but somebody else didn't. And we would say that that something is, or is, isn't something, it's someone, it's a who. It's a, in this case, we would say it's our mind, but it's invisible. We can't see it. All right, now let's say that we, um, uh, you know, we see our, uh, our, our family member of ours, our mom, our dad, our significant other, our children. We say that, let's say mom, if we, if we have a mom, we say, hey, mom, that, that's mom, right? And yet somebody else has shown the same person a picture of them or in real life. And they say, 
mom, what do you mean mom? That's my neighbor or that's my coworker or that's my friend uh, or that's my uh, aunt or that's my niece, right? Or that's a stranger. So he said, no, no, that's my mom, right? But somebody else, it's not. So what's going on? Again, it's the who. It's our mom in relation to our understandings, but that's invisible. We don't see it. We just see our mom. We just see, just like with the language, we see English in the case of English. We just see our mom. We don't, we don't see anything else besides that. So if we kind of go down further along uh, this, uh, this road, we'll see that every single thing that uh, we think is simply and purely there that has nothing to do with anything besides its own self, a tree, a car, a phone, a road, the sky, clouds, each and everything, it's the same thing as with mom, as with uh, or in language. It's strictly because of a who logic more than indicates to us that we are able to comprehend it whatsoever. What uh, Color, for example. Oh, it's just a color, and yet people that are colorblind can't see it. Oh, it's just the sound. It's somebody's talking. It has nothing to do with me. People that are deaf cannot hear, so it also has to do with the who. Oh, it's just a cloud. It's just there, and yet a cloud we, we've induced from particular sense sensations to form a concept, and then it's a very complicated process that nobody really knows how it works, but it certainly has to do with the who, that we think there's a cloud there, and the same thing with a car, and the same thing with our phone, and the same thing with anything and everything. So we see that the whole time that we've been living, quote-unquote, in the world, somewhere out there, it's, it's been the who that's been doing it, completely invisible, completely under the radar. So further beyond just the clouds and the language and all of this, of course, eh, the, uh, the quality of our existence hangs solely on the quality of this I, on the quality of this who, on the quality of the mind, we can say, of the development of, of the, our self, whatever you want to say, these are just words. Uh, that's what it hangs on. But of course, we can't see it. It is invisible. We, we, and we don't know that it's there unless we really take a lot of steps to, to figure out that we actually exist and not just what we're seeing or hearing or thinking about exist. So that would be then the alternative or using that insight. It would be uh, uh, transferring that competitive context from the outer to what we see or hear or, or feel or something like this to the inner, aka to that invisible who that we don't see. And yet, that if we can benefit, if we can improve the quality uh, of whom, we will improve all of existence. Because, of course, remember, we think, again, I'm just a speck, I'm just a nobody, I'm just a little thing. But that's all in our mind. It all comes to us. We open our eyes in the morning, and that for a few seconds, we might not, we we're dazed and confused. Nobody else exists. Nothing else exists. And then we remember, oh, there's a world. There's my business. There's my society. There's my nation, civilization, this, that. So, again, we're not commenting on the quote-unquote, uh, you know, metaphysical inner existence of anything. They were saying, it, kind of describing experience as it actually, in fact, is, irrespective of anything else. And that is exactly how it is. Everything comes across to us. So we see that if we can improve the quality of ourself, of the who, of the I, despite the fact that it's invisible and, and, and unknown and mysterious, we can improve all of existence. So we would say that that would be the alternative to all of these external contexts. It's the, the context oriented solely around improving all of existence, which it concerns itself, of course, with the, the, the invisible self, with the invisible eye. Now, how do we do that? That's a whole different question, but it's, it's going to not work. It's the first step will be to understand some of these concepts. But uh, it, one of the ways we do that is, of course, we focus on our choices. Uh, we focus on doing the, the, the true and honest and sincere thing in any and all cases. That's how we build ourselves up and move in the proper direction. We focus on the clarification of our thought. We focus on assimilating and realizing new, clear ideas in our life. 
We focus on the perfection of our character, of our personality, uh, of uh, making ourselves less and less of, of, a, of a taker, of a grasping animalistic person and more and more uh, of a truly giving person, not out of a self-image that I'm a giver, but out of a, converting our nature, changing the, the way that we think by uh, a, recognizing the reality of other people. And the, the, you see, it's invisible, right? The re, our reality is invisible to us. Most of us, we don't know that we exist because we don't see it. We know that uh, the, the things in front of us exist, but not that we exist. So recognizing that completely invisible, it's invisible even by our own self, never mind by others. By others, we just see the body. So recognizing that invisible reality of, uh, of others, uh, thinking about how to, to understand others and how to relate that other, uh, other interest to our own interest. Well, basically that kind of stuff and infinitely we would say more, that is uh, 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 what a context that is oriented in regard to the improvement of all of existence, aka what we would call the improvement of ourself, is uh, is all about, right? And we would say that is the the context of the future, because all of the external context they don't really do it, because they don't affect the invisible I, the invisible self that is the one that's doing all of the perceiving and acting and desiring and thinking. They're just moving things around, uh, just uh, switching things from one place to another, basically. And when uh, things go go wrong in this kind of externalized that. Uh, Competitive context, that, that's when all of those issues can come in, even with the, the, the worst consequences, goodness forbid it, as discussed. So ultimately, there's no future in the world for these externalized contexts. This is obviously how it's always been. Right? My, my whole good hangs on me conquering the next door kingdom. My whole good hangs on me um, you know, being a, a nice courtly knight or my whole good hangs on being a, a, a basket-weaving a peasant in the medieval times. Or, or my whole good hangs on uh, the the crops or the this or that, whatever the case may be, which which it did, right? When when we were not aware of our own self and we were at that phase of development, that's exactly what it was, and we're very thankful for that. But we would say that the future of of humanity lies with transferring that context from the outer to the inner, and a uh, good thing we don't have to wait for everybody to 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 do that. We can do it ourselves, and consequently, really truly begin to prosper in the in the actual real way. So think about it. Thank you for listening.